Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to the Power of Growth podcast, where we talk all about growth, resiliency, and finding beauty in the messiness of life. My name is Holly, and I'm a personal growth coach, wife, mother, and military veteran. I'm obsessed with all things growth in everyday life. My hope is by the end of each episode, you leave with an actionable growth tool to support you in your journey through life. Now let's grow. Hello, hello, beautiful souls, and welcome back to episode three of Power of Growth podcast. Oh my goodness, it has been a hot moment. I know that the intention was set to produce weekly episodes, and at the last episode, we were talking about dark and light, and it's really interesting because after that last episode, I have to say that I experienced a lot of that from that moment to this present moment right now, anywhere from my child having an experience with a marble, he's good and fine and well, mistakes happen. Um, and that was a big learning like lesson, not just like as a parent, but in life and so many other like little things from mental health, my own personal mental health, um, and physical health journey to, um, there's just so many lessons that were happening. And I mean, that's like constant in my life because I chose a path of growth. Um, what that means is when I come back with an episode like this and I come back with, um, having lived something different than I ever would have shared, it, it doesn't make you bad or worse or indifferent, right? It just means that you paused your life of giving to others to take care of yourself. And so, um, first and foremost, I want to normalize the fact that we need to care for ourselves first and foremost. Like that's a thing and it may not be wildly promoted. And sometimes we may slip on certain promises and there may be things where you just can't communicate to your audience that, Hey, I'm stepping back to take time for myself because realistically you come first. And how you think about yourself and how you feel about yourself is super important. And really, this is going to dive into today's topic. I think that this topic is going to really flow very nicely. And I also want to admit that in this time period, since these episode number two, Dark and Light, and today's present episode, I've recorded like six podcasts. They're really thought, like snippets and or... And or there were thought snippet episodes that I had recorded that just kind of like fell halfway through the idea. And then there were other episodes that I'd recorded where I sounded like I was underwater. And so it's been a journey to get to this episode, but I was sitting in my align time this morning and fear came to me and I was like, what? Why would this be the episode to show back up with on my podcast? And really it's because fear has taught me so much and I'm so thankful for fear and I'm so thankful for this divine download of understanding of fear that I like connected with this morning in my line time in my journal. And, um, it's this spell out of fear. You know, we've heard fear, false evidence appearing real, right? The false evidence, the things that we make up in our head, um, we make it up because what we think about, we bring about. And so what we're thinking here is what we're projecting out here. And that's what we end up seeing, right? And so false evidence appearing real. 
Or there's the other one where you hear it's like face everything and rise, right? And yes, face everything and rise. Absolutely. Like stare it in the face, face it, grow through it, all the things. But this one really got me, which is follow evidence against resistance. Maybe like, what does that mean? Because that was deep when I when I connected with that meaning of fear. Follow evidence against resistance. Now, at first I was like, against? That seems kind of harsh. But what this really signified to me was that what we resist persists. Um, I don't know if you've ever read Neil Donald Walsh book, um, Conversations with God. I remember this term. I started reading this, listening to this book on tape take cassette tapes at 14 in my journey and started reading cards. And that I learned that expect nothing, therefore I can appreciate. And so when I look at follow evidence against resistance, it's follow the evidence of the things that are showing you where there is resistance, that there isn't the opposite of that, which there isn't resistance. So when you follow the evidence against the resistance, meaning that I'm going to give an example. (laughs) Um, Lately, I've been in a place of my mind was on thought spirals. This just happened yesterday, actually. And I had to show my brain where the evidence where I was not resisting and that I was already okay with everything that was inside of me. Because it's so easy for our brain to see what is fearful and what is scary but it's like we forget to find the evidence of where there's other things other than that, other than what our brain is making up to be scary, right? So a great example is that everything is okay right in this moment. A lot of times our brain wants to make up stories that's going to happen five days from now, five hours from now, might not even happen right now. It struggles to be present. And as we're teaching things to be shifting our habits, shifting our thoughts and our beliefs, it can be really um, challenging on the brain to stay present. And so if I follow the evidence that shows me that I'm not resistant to what is growing on, then I can find more beauty in the messiness and I can find more comforts in the uncomfortableness of life and lean in. So a good example of how this played out. Um, Yesterday, when I was having those thought spirals, typically... I would chase them and not stop the freight train of them because they feel like a hamster wheel. And in this time that I've taken apart from the podcast, I have dove like headfirst into yoga, breath work, and combining yoga and breath work with an embodiment. And I want to give a shout out on this episode to Dr. Stephanie Burgos, healthy ER doctor on Instagram, and I will put her in the show notes. She teaches a really epic, wonderful embodiment of breath work and the body. Um, If you've ever read the book, The Body Keeps Score, I forget who the author is, but it was the ability to work with Dr. Stephanie and work with the Body Keeps Score methods and ideologies of that principles and put it all together. I had been practicing breathing for the last year in my healing journey and to put it all together with embodiment work and yoga and like meditation and breath and just like these 
became this new tool. Um, also, her sessions are so powerful. I highly, highly, highly recommend them. Um, it was just a really powerful session in the way that she orchestrates, excuse me, these sessions with the music, it's her instruction. Like I, I can't say enough about what support that does to a person. Um, it's one thing to push yourself. Sometimes there is a benefit of push outside of ourselves, right? Um, we can be sometimes easier on ourselves or that shame, that blame, and that guilt. And so I would say for breakthroughs and for moving through or learning to embody what is within and to move out what no longer serves you, she's the perfect person to teach that. So I'll tag her in the show notes and shout out. Thank you, Dr. Stephanie, because um, it has allowed me to yesterday when I was feeling those things and I was feeling that resistance and I was struggling to find evidence against the resistance that I found myself in more resistance. So I took it to release. I allowed the tears to flow if they needed to flow. I allowed the emotions, um, she teaches this technique of like breathe in and as you breathe out, like let it out. If your body, if you need to growl, if you need to just letting out. Sometimes I think that we hold emotions within our bodies that don't have words. I see it with my children actually a lot. And it's funny because I've noticed this a lot of my life, but it's not necessarily something that's really taught, which is that sometimes emotions that we, and feelings that we feel inside may not have a direct word or expression. Sometimes that expression might be a gesture, a movement over something that has a verbal definition. Um, and I have found that sometimes our body is holding on to things that aren't even ours. And so just that embodiment work, of moving through the fear, literally moving through the fear and moving through the resistance so that we can find more evidence and the proof of what is growing really well in life. Show yourself how you're doing well, even in the dark. So to relate this back to the last episode, right? How I have been able to show up to so many growth uncomfortable moments is I can show myself where I'm doing well, even in the darkest of times. Or I have shared this with my partner and that if I'm unable because I have hit a fight or flight response within my body, that my partner knows that one of my tools that can be helpful is helping me to see what is growing well and what I am doing differently this time than I have done in the past. Um, if you're any person who's healing from any mental health, it is challenging. It is very, very challenging. And it is literally moment to moment. And sometimes it feels like survival. It feels like only what I can imagine, like feeling like you're losing the grips on your life and it's uncomfortable. And sitting with those discomforts, but also knowing that you're safe is, it takes a lot of work. Um, I've created the safe space. I've created this over the years of knowing that this was what I was dealing with. So sometimes it's helpful to go to a doctor and get an understanding of what you're dealing with so you can better learn to love yourself and lean into who you are, how you operate, not how the world tells you you're supposed to operate. I think that's another instigator of fear is that we go to these unconscious comparison games. And when we're unconsciously comparing ourselves, it can become a resistant that we're not even aware of. And then all of a sudden we're in this dark, fearful times. And now we're having to remind ourselves, what 
is going on. To bring in that removing the resistance. The goal with fear, fear is like a resistor. What we resist persists. And if we have an expectation that all these things are going to come, yes, they're going to come. Life is going to happen. Our dreams will happen if we believe in them. It's letting go of that resistance of when they will happen and how they will happen and just allowing it to happen and believing in the gifts, skills, and abilities that you already possess within to just show up to life. And it's hard. It's hard after, you know, maybe you've been beaten down verbally by the people you've been surrounded by or had to grow up with or whatever the case may be. I mean, it's life is not easy and there is a choice to change that and shift that and the shift begins within you and that's what this episode is really in the concrete like root of this whole episode follow evidence against resistance is our resistance within the things that we resist within ourselves that we really want wish of dream of and desire but we're freaking scared true admittance like i want this i want to support you guys in the growth of your life through reiki i do holy fire reiki and my reiki sessions are phenomenal and yet i have been scared to show up and share the true skills of my reiki sessions they're impactful sessions client right now who was able to sell a family home that had been in their family for years, hundreds of years. And it was a tough decision. It was not my job to help my client, which road to take. It was my job to help my client cleanse and clear the space, utilizing the benefits of energy healing, cleanse and clear the space. I asked my client, what would you like to put it? What do you desire to bring into the space? And you know, desired for clarity. Great. So once we cleanse and clear the path, the desire, the openness for clarity can be there because we instilled, when you remove energy or cleanse and clear from a space, it's really important to set the foundation of what you want, wish, dream of, and desire for the space, energetics of the space to be refilled with. The reason I say this, it's so important in the growth process to have intentions We may not meet every single intention, but at least those intentions give us a step. So we know when we put a desire out there, what we're showing up for. And when we're living in fear or we're experiencing uncomfortable situations that feel fearful, it can help us take another step by putting that dream and desire out there. It can help us take another step when we clear away any old things or any things that might be showing up in the present moment. But in order to do that, we have to acknowledge where we're at and be very present and be very connected and be very observant of where we are in the current moment of our life. So it's very interesting that I have written down here and I wanted to share this. I just had to like read it really quick because I was like, whoa, that's so just powerful. You are not whatever has happened to you. It is, you are simply, you've simply experienced the things you've experienced in your lives. And you are the student and the teacher of those experiences. If you choose to connect with that within you, it's a really powerful thing to have. So in totality, what I'm saying is fear is a teacher. 
it's an opportunity. And if we take time to observe the things that are happening in our lives, show ourselves evidence of what is growing well, even in the challenging. Find the things that are comfortable when you feel really uncomfortable. If we show ourselves what is going well, how do we trust ourselves? How do we love ourselves? How do we do these things, right? It's showing ourselves proof first. Showing ourselves what's already there, what's already happening, what's already growing on within, right? Grow within or grow without. Like go with inside of yourself. The real answers and the teacher and the student is within you. Anytime I teach a course or anytime I work with a client, I'm a student of my own teachings. It's a piece that has always felt the best to me. And um, I'm constantly learning right along with you as I teach something that I have truly lived and embodied and experienced. Um, a lot of my clients, when we talk about, <clears throat> it's funny as I share this message, I'm seeing one, one, one. As I talk with my clients about moving through the fears, it is about a process of surrender, release, allow, grace, and flow. And that is the growth method. Now, you can be in all five pieces in kind of a step-by-step -step process, or you can be in a piece at a time. <clears throat> Some days, like yesterday, was a really big day of me surrendering. Surrendering to the uncomfortable feelings. Oh, sometimes it just does not feel good, right? No matter what you do. Surrendering to the uncomfortable feelings. Releasing the ones that you know are no longer paying of service. And how do you release? Like there's different ways. We talk about that in my growth method course. Um, and then allow. Allow is a new piece that I've added to the growth method. Originally it was surrender, release, grace, and flow. And allowing is such a huge piece because if you don't allow, there's no way to truly give yourself full and complete grace and allow the flow back into your life. And I want to touch on flow for a minute because allowance, grace, and flow. I'm a paddleboarder. I love to paddleboard. Most of the time is paddleboard kayak. I have a flexible boat. If you follow me on Instagram, the power of growth, by the way, um, you can see some of my paddleboard videos that I put up there in the major content. And it is such a metaphor because every time I go up paddling, it's up river first against the current. And if you listen to Abraham Hicks, it's always talking, Abraham Hicks talks about downstream thoughts, downstream, downstream, downstream. And I challenged that one day and I said to my soul self, I said, so if I'm paddling upstream, what does that mean? And it is about the resist. Again, it's about the resistance, finding your flow, even in resistance, even when you find the resistance, connecting with the resistance, understanding where the resistance is and what is the resistance to and why is it there? Leaning into loving ourselves and asking ourselves the questions and spending more intentional time. Because like I said, again, what we resist persists. And it's so interesting that you know, following the evidence against resistance, how I had read fear that way. But all ultimately, it all comes down to the one word of resistance. And if we're resisting, even when we're going upstream, it can make it that much more challenging. And I've asked this question actually in mental health before. It's like, okay, I know I'm getting pushed, feel like I'm getting pushed a mountain up a molehill. Like, what do I do? Let go of the resistance. And you're like, what? But that would push me back and like turn me around and go the other way. Yes, it can. Or you can find if you have to keep in that resistance to get through to the breakthrough, say like a, you're going through like a tunnel and you're, you know you have to get to this other side, regardless of the route. That's the only route to take. 
find your flow, meaning that you're not like aggressively paddling. Like if you think of going against a current or like running a marathon, right? If we push really hard in the beginning, we're going to exhaust ourselves. We have to find that rhythm. And there's so many metaphors in going out paddling because it, it brings me back to like, you can't just accomplish one big thing at a time. When you're going against things or when things feel like painful and abrasive, right? Going against something, slow down, slow down, <laughs> observe. It's really, really important to slow down and observe and connect and connect to where you're feeling resistance and breathe, 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 breathe. And I practiced this in an actual practicality because I was like, okay, I had really strong current coming at me last paddle because I did not check the tides and the tides affect the rivers here. And so I was going upstream and against the current and the current's coming down and there's a current coming up and it was both at the same time it made it hard. And there were paddlers who struggled with that and were unable to keep one side to the other. And so it just made it very difficult and it made me very frustrated. Well, I was frustrated because I was putting pressure on it. I was putting that res my own resistance onto that. And when I let go of the resistance and I paused and I breathed and I regrouped myself and slowed myself down, that is when I began to see the shift. So shift your life by shifting yourself and connecting with yourself and slowing down. So I think it's really important. I think it's really important when we're feeling the resistance to slow down. And sometimes that means like changing activities. It means, could mean using your senses. Could mean tuning in deeper and further and asking yourself questions. You'll know what's best for you. And explore them. If one doesn't work, try another. Not always is the same tool going to work for the same thing on the same on a different day. We are constantly growing and evolving as we're evolutional beings and we're here having a human experience and connecting with ourselves through the experience is the most important thing we could ever do. So as in any episode, I like to leave you guys with a growth support tool that hopefully you can try to implement in your lives. And number one is where in your life are you being resistant? Where are you like fearful, scared? to leap, to try something new, to push forward, to take a step forward. And by the way, the step is not as big as we like to think it is. Break it down, itty bitty, bite-sized pieces. Um, I think I've recorded an episode about, a little bit about like laundry, right? And it's so easy when you have laundry, whatever way that is here, um, that you're looking at it like seven loads. Oh my gosh, I have so much to do one load at a time, one piece at a time, break it down until you can get it under your mind of accomplishing that and then taking the next step and then taking the next step because it's like the snowball effect. Let's take one step, the next step, the next step, the next step. And it's finding that consistency, but it's when we shift and we shift our habits, we have patterns, our beliefs, everything that that can feel uncomfortable at first. So find out where you're resistant. Look at that. And then I challenge you to lean into showing up for yourself. Where are you already doing well? Where are you already showing up for you and taking care of you? And how can you do more of what you want, wish, or dream of, and desire by taking one more little step? What is one thing you can do this week to take one step beyond your fears? One at a time. 
every day I show up to this business, even showing up to record a podcast, is taking a step further from those scary things. Go with it. You've got this. And I thank you so much for listening to this episode. Um, If you have loved today's episode, please share it out. Share it with someone. Tell somebody about it. Tag me in it. Let me know what you thought about this episode. It is a pleasure to be here to record these episodes. Um, I'm grateful for all of you and thankful for those of you who listen in, tune in and share it and make review, write a review. I love that. Thank you guys so much for just being you. And most of all, I'm sending out lots of love and light and hope that in some way, shape and form, this episode was supportive to you and the growth of your life. Thank you guys. Have a blessed day. Thank you for listening. (music) 